I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Tuesday, November 7th. It is Election Day today, and here in Quincy, more than 3,300 residents have already cast ballots by voting early or by mail. As of yesterday, 3,153 early and mail-in ballots had been received at City Hall, along with 239 absentee ballots. Mail-in ballots must be returned to City Hall by tonight at 8 p.m. There is a ballot drop box located outside City Hall. In-person voting takes place today from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. City Clerk Nicole Crispo is predicting a 35% turnout for today's election. There are almost 64,000 registered voters in Quincy, so about 22,500 people are expected to vote. Ten polling places have changed since last year due to redistricting, and the updated list is on the city website. There are no classes at Quincy Public Schools today due to the election. There are races for mayor, the wards two, four, and six city council seats, and three school committee seats. A Brockton man has been charged with dealing drugs in Quincy. 27-year-old Giancarlo Perez was arrested yesterday after police say they found fentanyl and cash in his vehicle. Officers stopped Perez on South Street in Quincy Point at about 1 p.m. On suspicion of dealing drugs, police determined Perez had sold drugs to another man. With help from Braintree Police assisting in the investigation, Perez is reportedly a known drug dealer and is now charged with drug trafficking and drug possession. He faced charges in Quincy District Court. An employee allegedly shot a man inside Ocean State Job Lot's Brockton location Sunday after the man allegedly pulled a knife on him. Brockton police identified the shooter as 18-year-old Kamani Anderson and the victim as 26-year-old Brandon Theodat while announcing charges against both of them yesterday. Shooting happened about noon Sunday following a dispute between Anderson and Theodat, during which Theodat allegedly pulled a knife on Anderson. According to Brockton Police, first responders took Theodat to a hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Anderson turned himself into police yesterday morning. Theodat was in police custody at a hospital on Sunday. Anderson was charged with assault and battery with a dangerous weapon, discharging a firearm within 500 feet of a building, possession of a loaded firearm during a felony, and improper storage of a firearm. Charles Santos, the Kingston man, accused of using a 3D printer to make so-called ghost gun parts, was ordered held for a dangerousness hearing yesterday. A 34-year-old Santos was arraigned in Plymouth District Court days after his arrest in an illegal gun investigation in Kingston. Based on his criminal history, Santos is prohibited from having guns, but police said they found him with a fully operational AR-style rifle assembled from different manufacturers, a 3D printer, 3D printed firearm parts, and some illegal steroids. Police believe he was in possession of another gun, but they still haven't found it. Police looked into Santos because of a tip they received. He's charged with illegal possession of a high-capacity firearm and illegal possession of ammunition. He's not charged with having a 3D printer of producing gun parts, but a new piece of legislation could change that. 
The House just passed a bill that would crack down on ghost guns, which have no serial number and are untraceable. Right now, Massachusetts law only requires a license to carry for a fully formed firearm that can shoot. The proposed bill would update the law so that a license is required if someone is in possession of certain gun parts, like a frame or receiver. It could mean frame or receiver pieces that are manufactured at home and don't have serial numbers. Santos's court-appointed lawyer said his client's been clean and sober for 10 years and is supporting his children. A Plymouth family trying to escape the war zone in Gaza has finally made it across the border into Egypt. It began yesterday with an email from the U.S. State Department that Hanai's brother Hazim, his sister-in-law Sanaa, and the couple's three children were approved to cross the border at Rafah. The ordeal began when Hamas attacked Israel October 7th as his brother's family was visiting relatives in Gaza where the Israeli effort to root out the terror threat has since left more than 10,000 Palestinian civilians dead. And through four weeks of war, the Plymouth family sheltered among the frightened refugees, praying no rockets would find them, and wondering where their next meal would come from. They missed one chance to cross the border into Egypt when their kids' paperwork failed to show up. After five hours at the crossing on Monday, the family boarded a bus for Cairo, where doctors will check them out. Contaminated water has made some of them sick. Hanai believes it'll be at least three days before his brother's family's cleared to fly back to Massachusetts. But his brother is anxious to get the three kids back into their Plymouth routines without the sound of missiles and artillery shells. A Medway family that was also trapped in Gaza returned home yesterday. A Weymouth woman was arrested in Dorchester last weekend and charged with second-degree murder in connection with a fatal stabbing outside the Park Street T-Station last summer. 30-year-old Alyssa Parch was arrested by members of the Boston Police Fugitive Unit at 25 Washington Street on Saturday for the death of 21-year-old Jazarina Shepard on July 20th. Parch allegedly accosted Shepard. On July 21st, Assistant DA Caitlin Tolbert said the two women had never met, but that Parch had sent Shepard numerous antagonistic social media messages. Video footage shows Parch approach Shepard while holding a knife and stab her numerous times in the head and neck. She later died from her injuries. Parch was arraigned yesterday in Suffolk Superior Court and held without bail. She is due back in court on November 16th. Starting next week, the MBTA says it will be retiring the My Charlie website and replacing it with a more simplified, user-friendly version. But that also means those used to recharging their cards online won't be able to. Unless you've signed up for online auto pay, you won't be able to reload your Charlie card on the My Charlie website. And any recurring monthly passes on that site will also be suspended on November 15th. The only exception will be for those wanting to buy Charlie tickets online for the commuter rail, ferry, and express bus. Those who have a My Charlie account will have their information migrated to the new website, but users will still have to sign up for a new MBTA account using the same email registered on the My Charlie site. When the new site launches next week, the T said it will allow users to register multiple cards and see them all in one place. 
It will protect your Charlie card balance against loss, theft, or damage. You can also request replacement cards and sign up for automatic payments. That means if you want to continue to pay as you go, you'll have to come to an MBTA station to do so. This past Sunday, the Quincy North Quincy Band and Color Guard earned a historic second-place finish at the New England Scholastic Band Association's Championships held in Lawrence. The group scored a season-high score of 91.76, earned a Gold Star Achievement Rating, and won overall visual effect. A check of business news this morning. Stocks are higher. The Dow is up 34 points. The Nasdaq rose 40. The S&P added 7. Stocks were lower in Europe and Asia. The dollar rose. The euro fell. Oil at just under $84 a barrel. Sports. Celtics lose to Minnesota in overtime. 114 to 109. They'll be in Philadelphia tomorrow night at 7. Bruins. Beat Dallas 3-2, and they're back home Thursday night at 7 against the Islanders. Forecast from the National Weather Service today, some morning showers, but then some clearing and milder temperatures in the upper 60s this afternoon. For tonight, clearing and turning colder, lows will drop late into the upper 30s. Tomorrow, sunny and brisk, high of 46 degrees, some more showers Thursday, the high of 44, cloudy 52 on Friday. For the boater, waves about 2 feet. Southwesterly winds, 10 to 15, will turn west and gust to 20 knots today. The next high tide just before 7 p.m. Sunrise, 624, set at 430. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News Update for Tuesday, November 7th.